It's time for Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Alrighty, the Golden State Warriors take a commanding 3-0 lead over the Portland Trailblazers. And let me tell you what this reminded me of. Uh, you ever run a marathon? Well, well, I haven't either. But from what I understand, there's a point in the marathon, usually around mile 18 or 19, where you hit the wall. And everything just kind of shuts down for a while. And you have to fight past that wall. But it's really, really hard. And I think tonight what we saw were the champion Golden State Warriors able to pound through a wall tonight. And the Portland Trailblazers just weren't strong enough, experienced enough, resilient enough, tough enough or good enough maybe to knock that wall down. And the Warriors end up winning this one 110-99, kind of going away after coming back from 18 points down. I'm not sure what exactly more to say after watching three games, Guru, except, boy, it looks like the Blazers just, the games are too long for Portland for them to hang on for 48 minutes. A 40-minute game, maybe they got a shot. 48 feels like it's too long for them. Yeah, and it looks like the stage is just too big for them. And I'm going to say this. I want to be at the parade uh, in Lake Merritt along with you and the rest of the Bay Area, Stani. But coming off that Houston series as a fan, I got to tell you, I'm very disappointed in the way Portland's played in three games. Their stars aren't showing up. Today, basically, they gave up. I saw a team tap out. And everybody's on social media, pundits, uh, reporters. Oh, Portland hasn't played this long into the season. You know what? That very well may be true. It's not good enough. The Golden State Warriors, this was a C-plus effort, A-plus from Draymond. They they ate for 26 from three-point land, 30% again, and Portland just wilted it home. Stiney, I'm shocked. And again, Lillard and McCollum, I don't want to hear anymore. 888-957-9570 is the number. Warriors, 110 Portland Trailblazers 99. Warriors can wrap this thing up on Monday in Portland. One uh, one injury note, uh, just been texting with uh, John Dickinson, who's in Portland. And uh, Andre Guadalla is going to have an MRI tomorrow. Uh, left calf tightness. What? MRI tomorrow for Andre Iguodala. JD is going to be joining us probably in about 20 minutes. Uh, he'll have the latest information. Like I said, he's at Portland. Uh, but right now, uh, he's texting me and communicating that uh, left calf tightness for Andre Iguodala. He will receive an MRI tomorrow. 888-957-9570. And we can't go any further into this post game without mentioning the best player on the floor tonight. And to me, it was Draymond Green. Draymond Green may not have made all the biggest plays, let's say, down the stretch the last two or three minutes, although he made a lot. <laughs> but without Draymond Green in the first half, first two and a half quarters, Warriors don't even have a chance to come back from 18 down. He was he was just absolutely terrific again, again and Blazers just have nobody who can deal with him. They're, they're either not strong enough they're not quick enough. Smart enough. Smart enough's another one. 
I mean, he was just fantastic tonight, Draymond Green. Let, he's reminding me of Magic Johnson when he's leading the break and the fact that he has the IQ and uncanny ability to to know when to pass, to know what his teammate is supposed to do. So he'll he'll like a great quarterback lead his player into the pass. My question to you is is this the best you've ever seen Draymond with the triple I'm going Ice Cube a triple double tonight? Is there only one more test? Is there only Toronto or Milwaukee do, did we dare say can he do it against a top tier team? But damn, we're in the Western Conference Finals. He's doing it. He's done it. They're about to three-peat if they get it done. My question, Steiny, is where do you rank? How good is this guy playing when you look at his career? I almost want to say this might be his best. Best run. Well, I mean. Wow, man. The 23 pounds. Yeah, he's playing terrific. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Is he playing up to his defensive player of the year award year? I mean, I don't know if he did during the regular season. I know that he's playing terrific now, uh, both ends of the floor. And he's a big reason why the Warriors are up 3-0 in this series. And the bottom line, too, is he's, he's a big reason why you can start to even entertain the thought of whether or not the Warriors can win it all Assuming they win one more against Portland, even if Kevin Durant doesn't return. 888-957-9570. Let's head out to the phones. And when we do that, it's brought to you by Audi Concord, your affordable Audi dealer. Enjoy an unparalleled shopping experience. More at AudiConcord.com. Let's go to Kareem in San Francisco. Hey, Kareem. Hey, how you doing? Doing well. So, So Draymond Green. I was kind of, this year was pretty up and down for him with the Kevin Durant issues that they had when, you know, when he got suspended by the Warriors. He wasn't playing, like, really great. You know, he was always Draymond Green, but he wasn't playing that great, and there was a lot of doubts all throughout the year. And this playoffs, like, I I agree with what you said. This might be the best that you might have been seeing him play. And I got to give credit to Jordan Bell because I don't think people understand how hard it is to not get consistent minutes and fall out of rotation and come in and, and actually give productivity and have somewhat confidence. He's playing really well, and their bench is the reason why they're going to take this series without Kevin Durant and more than likely take the championship without Kevin Durant. Thank yeah. you for taking my call. All right, Kareem thinks they can do it without Kevin Durant. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. Well, they're in the pretty camp. damn close. Yeah, I mean, I'm not in the camp that they definitely can. I mean, all the Warriors have to do now, they're five games away from winning their third straight title. So, hell, at this point, if if they were to lose another player, it's not outside the realm of possibility they could put together a stretch of basketball that could get them another title. I mean, it's not like they now have to navigate four series. They need one game against Portland, and then they start over and they got to win four games. And I don't know if they'll have Durant or they won't, but this team's played without players for the last five years at one point or another. They've missed Durant in the postseason. We've seen him miss Curry in the postseason. Clay's missed stretches certainly in the regular season. Durant, clearly. They know how to play when somebody's out. Yeah, Steiny, but what awaits them in the East – unlike, you know, a lot of years, is way different than what they're playing right now because, it's, it's to me, it's varsity against junior varsity. That's what Portland's putting out to me on a, just their mind, IQ, everything. My point is it's going to be a whole hell of a lot more difficult 
when they play Toronto or Milwaukee without a Kevin Durant. And hopefully they'll sweep and get a break and Durant could come back. But, Steiny, I'm really over here trying to enjoy this win in this series. They're going to be tested. I almost want to say like never before when they get to the finals playing against either one of those two teams. Let's go to Lee in Santa Clara. What's up, Lee? Hey, Slaney. Hey, what's uh, up? To answer your question, in my opinion, yes, this was the mm. greatest game that I've ever seen Draymond play. He was really good in Game 7 of the 2016 Finals against Cleveland, but tonight he just willed the team to win, you know, when they didn't have that, uh, that energy early on. And, you know, the other, my last point here is it's really weird watching Portland with this lack of urgency and energy. It's like they know they don't really quite belong at this level. You know, they had their run. They won a couple series. But I think the Warriors have just broken their will. And uh, I'm looking forward to a sweep. Thanks, guys. Yeah, so I, something seems up with Portland. Like in what regard? They they don't look good. I mean, they just don't. They're, I think their body language is bad. Damian Lillard looks completely resigned. Mark Jackson lit into him. Well, he, he looked completely resigned. And I watched a little bit of him in the postgame press conference. And he's he's talking like... You know, there it's it's really tough, and and there's not a lot he can do. And when they he's play not like owning this, it, huh? <laughs> I don't know about that. He's just, you know, I just think he's been a little too casual the entire series, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's hurt. But that doesn't really matter. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I don't think he's very aggressive. He's layups. I don't think his decision making has been very good, and. His passing. On the other hand, give uh, credit to the Warriors. Let's go to Robin in San Francisco. Hey, Robin. Hey, Steinman. I just wanted to call you and uh, because I remember our conversation earlier today, what I said. See, uh, the Warriors actually, uh, people might disagree with me. They, 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 they stopped, basically. They really did. They had no offense. Curry, uh, yeah, he had 30 points, but it was it was unimpressive. He kept turning the ball over. They were sloppy. Clay, you know, I don't really – the only reason why they won is because Portland was, was worse than them. But I'll tell you this. If KD had been on that floor, they wouldn't have had to worry about none of them points. And that is the difference that people need to recognize that, okay? And that's what I was talking about. KD could have wiped him out all by himself. Thanks, Robin. Uh, all right. Thank you, Robin. And we got a great She's text. a big Robin fan. Yeah, uh, I should. Well, yeah. I'm a big Robin fan. She's a big Durant fan. I like Robin. Uh, I'm just saying this. The Warriors two games in a row have been down 17, 18, 15 at different times. You're going to come up against a team that can add to those leads. And Portland, is un- they can get out to them. I don't even know how they're getting out to them. But they can't add. And all I'm saying is Golden State, but buckle up now, button up. Because if you get against one of these monsters in the East and get down 18, that could go the other way. Warriors are the first NBA team in the shot clock era. That's since 54-55 to overcome a 13-point halftime deficit to win back-to-back playoff games on the road. And the Warriors outscored the Blazers 57-33 in the second half. Held the Blazers to 31% from the floor, 25% from three-point range. Damian Lillard, uh, he's got 15 field goals through three games, and he's got 14 turnovers. He's been awful. That's my word, awful. 
He has not been very good. He has not been very good at all. Let's go to Big D in Hayward. What's up, Big D? Hey, I'm just calling about that uh, Lillard game. I don't really think it's him having bad games, just that the Warriors' defense has been amazing, trapping. It's either he's taking a 30-footer or he's making a difficult layup against the help, on the help side, I mean. There were a number of times I noticed he couldn't even get by forwards. You know, I remember when, when Steph Curry couldn't get by Kevin Love in that Never NBA Finals, it. and everybody pointed to that particular play. I thought there were about four plays tonight. Where Damian, there was a point when tonight when Damian Lillard had Jarebko 35 feet from the basket, and he gave it up first, and then he didn't even go at him when he got it back. I, I, I agree. The Warriors are hey, they're playing nice defense, but I don't know. Something's up with Damian Lillard. You're in my doing mind. what I was doing with Steph Curry a couple weeks ago, and I couldn't give put my finger on it, but it just felt like that. Steiner, he looks right. He's not limping or laboring. I don't think he looks right. I think he looks slow. I I think when I think of Damian Lillard, the the, the word that comes to mind is explosive. And he does not mm. look explosive to me. He does wow. not look explosive to me. Remember when remember I remember last, the Remember the last year or two? Lillard would go to the basket and try to dunk against the Warriors. Remember Draymond blocked him that one time? Yeah. He goes to the ground. He gets right back up. He tries it again. I think whatever Damian Lillard is right now, it's the opposite of explosive. 888-957-9570 is the number. Golden State Warriors take a 3-0 lead over the Portland Trailblazers. They win tonight 110-99. You're listening to the Warriors Wrap-Up Show presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Warriors 110, Blazers 99. They lead this series three games to none. One more win, and the Golden State Warriors will be in their fifth straight NBA Finals. And what else? I don't know. My prediction will be right. <laughs> and so what will that mean in the, in the grand scheme of things? <laughs> then I'm hot. <laughs> you like that. Uh. One of your last one. One of your last one. By the way, uh, Dame, Damian Lillard, 5 for 18 tonight. Uh, five turnovers. Uh, let's, let's take a listen to what he said after tonight's ballgame. I mean, everybody's tired. It's the third round of the playoffs after a long season. In our last season, I got a lot of attention. You know, the team was giving me a lot of attention, and um, same thing in this series. So, I mean, it takes it takes a lot, you know, to deal with that and then go out there and, and chase guys around on the defensive end. So, I mean, but everybody's everybody's putting that effort out. I mean, I feel fine enough to go out there and play 40 minutes like I have been, but, you know, it's, it's definitely tiring. What do you make of that? Uh, wow, um, that's—he's not saying he. I don't know. I'm confused. I saw Ray the mailman. He, he texted us and said he thinks Dame has a rib injury. Big Rob, what do you think? What's going on, Big Rob? How you doing, man? What's going on, guys? Still sticking to the script. This Bay Rob. I'll still listen to y'all every day. 
Love you, Spiny and Kuru. But you know what? Thank you. I think uh, that last series, man, them dudes got beat down. They mentally checked out, dude. Them dudes on vacation. They can only <laughs> do it physically for one half. Yeah. And you know the, the Warriors, man, the, the one half ain't going to work for them. Yeah. You, you got to do it the whole game dealing with the Warriors. And they, 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 they not there mentally, man. You see they keep dropping the ball. So it's over with for them. Big Rob, you know what? I think you're right on the money. And maybe, and I don't mean this facetiously, but maybe maybe we're, we're expecting too much from the Blazers. Um, they, they did. They are as far as they've ever gone in the postseason. They're in the Western Conference Finals. It's as deep as Lillard's ever gone. It's as, it's as deep as McCollum's ever gone. They're facing a Warrior team that's on a mission. Uh, they, so, they're, they're not very deep. They're not very talented outside their backcourt. You could make a case they've actually overachieved to get here. So you know what? Maybe maybe it's time to give the Warriors credit and just say, you know what? Nice season, Portland. See if you can get one game. But even if you don't, uh, this is going to be a successful year for Portland. It is. And is sick as I feel like of bad basketball from Portland I've watched – the truth is they've been up 17. They've been up 18. They had lost a game by four, five points. So maybe you're on to something, Stani, but at the end of the day, this is the Western Conference Finals. You should not wilt. And my question to you, I guess, is if they're having success, why can't they sustain it? It We're, we're acting, and I feel like they've been getting blown out by 25 from the get-go, and it was just, no, this team had leads of eight. Those are substantial leads why is it evaporating in th- just like that? Somebody's got to be held accountable. Is it Stotts? His rotation? What's no, what's what's why, different? Like I'm, why they're I'm just, they're they're dying. They're fatigued. They're, they're gassed. Dying. Look, I mean Lillard Lillard missed two layups. I mean, he's got no lift. Again, I'll say it again. I don't know if he's hurt or not. Uh, well, if he had a rim but injury. the bottom line is he is not even close to explosive in this series. He's not. So whether he's hurt or whether he's uh, just whatever, not playing well, I don't know what it is, but he doesn't look like himself. Uh, Lover, Loverboy and Tracy, what's going on, Loverboy? Hey, signing, and uh, I love you guys. But I got to say, uh, I just think it's weird with the whole Lillard taking all these really deep threes. I mean, I invite him to keep taking them. He's filling the brick house with him. But I thought that's kind of weird, and I don't know what you guys think, but I'm waiting for Lillard to kind of have a big breakout game and kind of take over like he does. And, uh, McCollum, I mean, they've been solid, but they haven't been really great. And uh, I just thought they just seem a little bit off their game or something. But tonight after the, the game, when they were walking through the tunnel, it just looked like you could see it in their eyes that uh, – this is over, and I really felt that after the last game too. You could just see it in their their whole demeanor. It was like, yeah, this ain't happening. So uh, overall, um, I think uh, things things are going good. Yeah, I would say things are going good. Thank you very much. The Warriors lead three games to none. I just think the games are too long for Portland. They just they the games are too long, and the shot clock is too short, and there are too many possessions. And if both teams are going to have 100 possessions, the more possessions the Warriors are going to, are going to beat you down. They're de- I mean, 
Minus look. 16 in the third quarter. Just gave it all back. I mean, look, the 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 Warriors' backcourt has completely – and now the word, I think, can be dominated. They've dominated. I like it. They've dominated the Portland Trailblazers' backcourt. Draymond Green has been the best frontcourt player. The Warriors have dominated the backcourt matchup. Sure. And, and, and you know what? If, if this series were to have been won – by Portland, their backcourt was going to have to outplay the Warriors. And this, what's happened is they've been dominated. Let's go to Charlie in New York. What's up, Charlie? Hey, evening, fellas. How you guys doing? Um, Good. Matt, I'm, I'm an avid runner, and the term used when you hit the wall is bonking, B-O-N-K. <laughs> so third quarter, you could see that the, the Trailblazers completely bonked. They just ran out of gas. That, that was the best defense I think I've seen the Warriors play in years. They they just ripped the spirit right out of that team. I, you could see them deflate on the court. And uh, with regards to Draymond, I want to personally extend an apology to him. I do not want him traded. I want him signed max deal. And I'm willing <laughs> to watch him play with a walker at the age of 35. He he is the envy. I called you got. I called you today earlier. It's part two of this conversation. He is the MVP of these playoffs for these Warriors, and he, he, he Kerr said in his press conference he is a wrecking ball. He ju- he just totally blew me away. I will never want him traded ever again. Lock him up. All right, guys, you have a good evening. All right, a different kind of lock em up if you know what I mean. And Draymond's good at that kind of lock em up Danny, Oakland. What's up, Danny? How are you, man? Hey, Maddie Steiny. What's going hey. on? Um, man, I just wanted to say, you know, it's tough to hear Dame talk about that. You know, he's from the Bay. He's from Oakland. I grew up in San Francisco. I live in Oakland. I got off stage tonight, so I missed the first quarter, and – uh but just the joy and, and what what these Warriors are doing for the soul of the Bay Area. We don't, we don't really realize right now. I've got a three-year-old, and he's already watching Steph, and he knows Steph and KB and Iggy and Sean and Clay. But to see Steph the way he celebrates, a different way each time, depending on where his body lands today when he hit the three and got the foul, one, two, three, four, to see Draymond, you know, when when JB, who's been playing great now that they're playing the bench, he misses a dunk wide open. What does Draymond say to him? Did he miss a shot? Did he miss a shot? We all miss a shot today. Keep shooting. To have him to be able to hear that, see Clay give his gnarly. Yeah. I think we lost Danny, but we get what he was saying. Hopefully he's for sure. okay. Yeah. Who, like did, so. who Danny or yeah. Clay? Danny. What, what's wrong with Danny? It's not like somebody took the phone. Oh, really? Yeah, text us and let us know you're okay. Yeah, text. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. All right, we come back. I said text. We're going to uh, talk to J.D. He's in Portland. Maybe get a little update on Andre Iguodala. Warriors 110, Blazers 99. They lead 3-0. This is the Warriors wrap-up presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Warriors wrap-up continues on 95.7 The Game. Matt Stein, Matt Stein, the Guru Johnson. And uh, J.D. is joining us also uh, from Portland. J.D., 
Before we get to you, I want to play this Draymond Green sound. He was phenomenal tonight, triple-double, but he had this to say about his demeanor lately on the court. You know, I still like to pick and choose my spots, and sometimes I may take a tech, and that's more mindful than, than just getting a tech. You know, like, sometimes I know, like, all right, we need an energy burst. Maybe I'll take one. But sometimes I'm not mindful, and I'll get a tech, and then that just kind of killed the energy of our team. And so... You know, I've really been focused and locked in on that. And, you know, I realized I had got to a point to where I was doing more crying than playing. And I'm sure it was disgusting to watch because I felt disgusting playing that way. And I just wanted to, you know, lock back in on the game. I understand that, you know, officials aren't perfect. And, you know, I still have conversations with them now, you know, when they miss a call. But it's a completely different conversation. And, uh, you know, my mom has been really big. My fiance has been really big on just kind of talking to me about that and telling me, you know, to stay locked in on the game. And you know, I also have some little ones at the house that's, that's enjoying watching me play. I don't necessarily want them to see that, so just try to be more mindful of it. Wow. J.D., why don't you react to that? That's pretty – that's impressive stuff. Really impressive. I mean, it's Draymond Green growing up, I think, right before our very eyes, to be perfectly honest. I mean, look, we all take stock of things. I mean, Lord knows – uh, you know, we all can melt down at different points, and Draymond can can melt down and has uh, over the course of his career. But it, it, it sounds like, you know, he's taken a, a little bit of a look in the mirror and realized that, that sometimes when he goes off on the officials, it, it can have a real negative impact not only on his play but, but the rest of, of, of the team. And, and to have, you know, him be so self-aware, uh, which – that isn't surprising because he's, you know, he is a pretty sharp, intelligent guy uh, and, a, and an intelligent player. But for to have him to be so self-aware and willing to change is 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 impressive. And and you know, he he can have a temper. So is it going to change forever? Probably not. But but he certainly has taken some positive steps in, in trying to channel that aggression toward his play. And my goodness. Was he terrific tonight? I mean, just uh, Steve Kerr called him a wrecking ball. Uh, I mean, just the, the I, I thought he the the way that he just pushed the ball up the floor over and over and over and over again, just continuing to put pressure on the Blazers. I, I thought it wore him down as the game went on, and, and the Blazers just look they look gassed, they look spent, they look like a team that missed their opportunity in Game Two, and then just didn't have enough left in the tank for 48 minutes tonight uh, against the Warriors in their first conference finals. But you add it all up, and uh, the Warriors are are one more win away from getting back to a fifth straight finals and, and maybe getting a, a significant break uh, to rest up and, and get healthy as there are now more injury concerns with uh, everything going on with Andre Iguodala. Yeah, what do you have on that? Uh, we, we don't know anything, so basically everything you uh, – uh, any light you shed will be new light. So what, uh, what do we know? Yeah, Iguodala, left calf tightness, uh, and MRI tomorrow, and, and we'll see. I mean, that's that's the simplest way to put it. Uh, he seemed to be in good spirits uh, in the locker room, in and around outside the locker room after the game. Uh, so it's just kind of a, a wait and see. I, I would imagine he's not going to be playing on Monday. Uh, just the nature of the Warriors being up. 3 nothing, and, and how cautious they like to be with, with any kind of injury. Obviously, uh, he was you know done for the night uh, tonight uh, early and, and played limited minutes compared to what he had been playing. And, and look, this is now the benefit, guys, of the Warriors winning not only 
tonight, but winning Thursday night. Because if they can you know, get this game Monday in this building at Moda Center in Portland, they're going to have nine days off before the final start to, to take a little breather, to heal up, and to uh, maybe try and you know refine some things that could be problematic against a, a Bucks or a Raptors team, whoever comes out of the East. But I think regardless, Iguodala's getting the 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 nine, ten, eleven days off, uh, no no matter what. JD, the the Blazers seem like a team with no plan, possession to possession, and I've been asking yeah. Steiny going crazy when they're up. How are they building those leads? Is it something to where you're watching the game in the arena like, you know what, the Warriors are allowing this to happen? Because why can't Portland sustain it? We've seen it two games. Where does it all go? Or is it kind of flukish that they get out to an 18-point lead, 17-point lead last game? Not flukish at all. They're a very good basketball team with with a very good backcourt, and they had some other players make some shots. I mean, Myers Leonard had 13 points in the first <laughs> half. I mean, it was you know they they had some contributions. Cantor was a positive force in the first half when when Stotts was able to play him against the Warriors' second unit, which was something I I had mentioned to Steiny uh, right at tip off when the the starting lineup change was announced with Leonard going in and Cantor not starting. I said to Steiny, I'll bet Stotts plays him against the second unit, and I'll bet he he plays as well as he has in the series against that second unit. But, no, there's nothing flukish about it. The Blazers are a good team. They have good players, but the Warriors do have an ability – to, to ramp up the defense against him. To, you know, they, they've really uh, tried to take the ball out of Lillard and McCollum's hands and force them to make plays, and we've talked about it the last couple of uh, nights in this series. They can make players on the Blazers that aren't comfortable making plays have to make plays, mm. and the Warriors have more playmakers than they do that creates easy shots uh, for the opposition. So I, I think uh, it's a it's a scenario where the Warriors are just the better team, number one. But you know the inability to sustain or finish is just you know that that's a that, that's just a point of differentiation in, in matchups, even matchups against the two good teams. All right, follow my logic here because it's uh, you're going to like this one, as Guru would say. All right, so. Uh, I saw Ann Killian wrote a story that said Draymond Green's the MVP of this series. We had our great friend Charlie from New York saying, wow. I mean, Draymond Green is just the MVP of this series. Steph Curry is sometimes knocked for not being a finals MVP. Imagine if this were the finals and the (laughs) Warriors sweep this. Draymond Green gets the MVP and yet Steph Curry's had 36, 37, and 36 points in the first three games. It, you know, it kind of shows you that even if he's not the, the so-called leader in a given game or given series, that he, he's still, uh, you know, even though he doesn't have a finals MVP, it's not like this guy ain't playing phenomenal basketball. No, he's he's terrific, and you know that he's going to have a big quarter or a big half or knock down a big three, even if he's not having the greatest of games overall. I mean, he's hit some real timely shots 
I think, uh, in this postseason, even in games where he struggled. And that's been, you know, one of the important factors for this Warriors team. But to, to your original point, you're absolutely right. Draymond Green would be the MVP of this series if, if there was an MVP of this series and it was a, a final series. And you know what? It's, I, I do get the impression it bothers Steph that he doesn't have the finals MVP as much as he says that it, that it doesn't. Mm. But at the end of the day, who cares? I mean, if this team goes on and wins a championship, who cares? I mean, it's the rest of that stuff is just fodder. I mean, that's just you know that stuff we talk about. That stuff you know people talk about on TV because there's there's time to fill. I mean, at the end of the day, if he plays well and wins his fourth NBA championship and and still is in his prime to potentially win more, depending upon what happens with the rest of this team, I mean. Who cares? I mean, I just, I mean, I, I really do feel that way uh, about it. And that's not to say we won't talk about it or it's not fun to talk about it. But at the end of the day, it, I, I just don't, I mean, the guy's a Hall of Famer. He's a champion. I, I mean, so the heck what if he, if he didn't get, you know, seven out of, out of you know 13 people vote for him in a, in a vote, you know, that's subjective amongst a bunch of media members. Who cares? JD, yeah, that was great. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, and uh, I'm sure we'll be catching up with you Monday. Enjoy tomorrow, and uh, great job today uh, from Portland. All right, sounds good, fellas. All right, take it easy, Jenny. JD from Portland. Oh shoot, I forgot to ask him if he's having one of Portland's finest craft brews. We still got him. Wow, hey, he's JD. still there. JD, you still there? Oh, I'm here. Have yeah. you had one of the uh, yeah. famous Portland craft brews in in arena? I have, I have not. But okay. as soon as we're done here, gotcha. I'm headed right down. <laughs> All right, buddy, go away. Uh, have one for me, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. I'm having one for you, one for Guru, maybe one for Two Alex, for me, and one for Lucas tonight. <laughs> oh, go. and our guy Nash, graduating college. Yeah, yeah, shout yes, out to sir. Nash. Cal I got to have one for him. He's, yeah. he's probably having five for all of us. There you all go. right, man. <laughs> all right, that's J.D. from Portland. Warriors win 110-99. They lead three games to O. Yeah. They can wrap this thing up and head to their fifth straight finals with a win Monday. Thanks for listening, everybody.